Welcome to Japan according to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 81. Uh, this episode is we had a pretty interesting mix.、Uh, in the beginning, we talk, I talk about、uh, based on something I watched on the TV,、uh, some crazy freaking Mount Fuji stuff. The problem, the big daimondai, <laughs> the big problem in Mount Fuji this year.、Um, I'll explain it in the podcast. A quick novelty item that you can pick up if you're so inclined. And then, unexpectedly, I didn't expect to get into this topic, but I did.、Um, a tragedy that really happened here in Japan recently. I give my two cents on it. And, and actually, for, I tend to keep the podcast positive, but I give my two cents on something, a negative trend that's been popping off here recently. And I also give a website if you want to know a bit more about. The, the dark side, if you will, of, of life in Japan. I don't, again, I'll say, I say in the podcast, I say it now. I don't really check that website, but I just give you the information and you do what you want with it.、Um, again, sorry the podcast ends on a bit of more of a heavier note. I, it's just something that I've been personally wrestling with. You'll hear me talk about it quite a bit. So I'll just leave it for the podcast itself. But hey, you know, that's his life, right? It's his life. But for now, Enjoy. Hello, what's up? It's episode 81 of the podcast about to go down. All right, I've got my logistics stuff a lot better than it was last episode, if you know what I'm talking about. My laptop's over there, my phone's in my hand. I have a cup of water beside me. I'm on my sofa. I'm feeling kind of comfortable. I'm chilling. And we got a great、uh, episode for you. Uh, again, a couple of stories、uh, related to everyday life here in Japan.、Uh, one, which is something I'm completely not interested in, but it just struck my attention just watching Japanese TV today,、uh, which I want to bring to your attention, let you know, and also give my two cents, my insight, my spin on things, my twang on that thing. <laughs> if you know, if you, you know what I'm talking about. And.、Um, Another quick little novelty item that,、uh, if you're into everything Japanese, you might also be interested in. So, and you know, whatever else comes along with the podcast is what it's going to be. So,、um, pretty chilled out day here in Japan. Again, it's my day off from winding things down. Still humid as fuck outside.、Uh, rainy season has not let up yet. Let me, let me, let me see what is. Going on. Oh, by the way, well, I haven't really. Let me just check this weather app.、Um, a few sun clouds are poking out through, you know, again, this bullshit ass app.、Uh, so it's looking like rainy season here in Japan might end sometime pretty soon. And then the heat and humidity of summer is going to start. It's、um, 27 tomorrow, 31, 30, 31. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be pretty hot. Like it's like 95% humidity here now. Um, 27 degrees, 95% humidity, which is just fucking nasty outside. But that's what, that's what comes with the territory here in、uh, the Tokyo area, in Japan in general, around this time of year. So,、um, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me let's switch these headphones.、Yeah. There we go, there we go, there we go, there we go. 
There we go, because this shit's this cord's like banging into the stand and it picks up. All right, so um, yeah, pretty much that, that's pretty much it. Uh, nothing too special here. Oh, I do have an announcement to make. I've been thinking about it. So in the about a week, week and a half, I'm actually going to be going to Okinawa. Not forever, but just going to Okinawa, um, Japan, which is like the islands. If you're not familiar with it, it's a string of islands in the southeast, southwestern part of Japan. It's pretty much like if um, I'm American, so I'll just use that as a reference. It's the Hawaii of Japan, pretty much. So, um, taking you know, my family is going down there for a few days. It's my second time going down there. Um, and have a little mini family trip or whatever. Do some things, hit the beach, hit the aquarium. Um, I don't know what the fuck else we're gonna do. <laughs> Haven't really planned that far yet. So, I'm still not quite sure how things are gonna go with the podcast. Just give me a heads up. One or two possibilities. I'll definitely be able to record a podcast next week. Um, but the following week, I'm not quite sure if I'll be able to record something. I might try to double up on the podcast and just uh, release the other one, you know, at some point. But my schedule is going to be tight at that time. So I don't know. I just don't, I'm just telling you, I don't fucking know. <laughs> okay. I don't fucking know at this point. But, um, I'll give you more updates next week, and yeah, either we'll skip a week on the podcast, or you know, I'll just figure something out. I don't know, but that's that's about it. That's that's the only thing else. I can't believe summer is like like for me, summer is like almost over. Now, of course, in Japan, summer really hasn't officially begun, but I'm looking, staring, you know, September down the throat right now, and but you know how it is. I'm just grinding away. Summer really don't mean shit to me. <laughs> like, actually, I was um, changing some clothes, re reorganizing some stuff in the house, and I just had, like, a bunch of, of summer clothes, like, in a drawer that I realized, like, I haven't worn in, like, two years. You know, just, be like, just polo shirts and T-shirts and stuff like that, shorts and stuff like that, just because I work so much. I was like, fuck, man, I haven't worn this shit in, like, two years. Like, you know, like, all my summer stuff from... That I normally wear, I just had no reason to take it out. I might take like a t-shirt, take out like a t-shirt or two, but just generally speaking, last year I was working on my e-learning course and just trying to figure out what I was doing there. So I was just in such grind mode, and plus, like with my everyday life and work and stuff, like I had no other time for any type of socializing whatsoever. Which means I didn't wear any casual clothes really. I was just like at work or at home. I was like, fuck, man. I mean, but that's what it takes. You know, that's what it takes. It's no, like, depressing thing. Oh, my gosh, I couldn't wear my my good polos. But whatever, man. It's all good. So um, so now I have an excuse to actually take out all my summer clothes. And But summer's, <laughs> summer's like, half over. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> like, when am I going to get to wear half this shit? Like, <laughs> you know, stuff that I actually like wearing, I can't fucking wear so i don't know but you know how it goes that's 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 life you know delayed gratification it's all about delayed gratification you know i'm not sorry i'm getting all preachy but you know how it goes you know how it goes i, I ramble but definitely you know i'm in the process of practicing delayed gratification eyes on the prize type shit you know for the past several years and you know we we in it so but that's it but anyway today was more of a chill day for me um it's, it's what, like, yeah, almost midnight, 11-something. 
of course, I'm going to do some work after this. I've just been chilling, resting most of the day, spending some time with the family. I'm going to do a bit of work before getting to bed, hopefully kind of early, knock on wood, maybe 1.30 in the morning is when I'm trying to, my, tar- my target. But as, uh, this is leading somewhere, don't worry, just give me a second. So as I was chilling on the couch, um, before I took a, a nap, I was flipping through, you know, everyone else was sleeping upstairs. Um, as I was flipping through the fucking TV, I stopped on this TV show. I actually recorded the show. I'm not quite sure if I'll, I'll actually ever get around to watching it. But I watched a few minutes of it. And this brings me to my first topic. Uh, Mount Fuji. right? Mount Fuji, Japan. It's a great place. You know, I've actually... It's kind of a damn shame. I've actually never been to Mount Fuji. Uh, just, I'm not like... A, I'm, I'm really a city kid. Like, I'm... I, need concrete you know i need air conditioning like uh, get me around some trees i'll start to freak out you know if, if i'm on a dirt road i'm gonna freak out <laughs> like you know if i don't see a path i'm freak i'm kind of starting to freak out um so yeah so i i mean you know it, it's a it really a landmark a power spot I really want to um, make my way down there sometime in the, in the near future, but it's just something that I haven't gotten around to in my life here in Japan yet. Um, but tourists climbing Mount Fuji now, like I think one or two weeks ago, Mount Fuji has opened. It's open in the summertime, you know, from around like what June ish, late June, July, until I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know September maybe. Um, and open to climb and do whatever the fuck you want to do up there. You know, whatever people do, just climb it. So this show I was watching was about that. And I can tell, I could. I was watching it and I could tell by the tone of the show that it was like, you know, going to be one of those. Like Japanese kind of TV news shows have kind of a rhythm to them. So um, I was watching it after like maybe five, like a minute watching. I was like, okay, this is one of those shows that's kind of going to be bashing something. <laughs> you know, I, I was, they're talking about Mount Fuji and it started by giving an interesting t- statistic because the amount of foreign people in Japan is just increasing and increasing and increasing. I remember this statistic because I was like, oh, really? Like uh, in 2009, there was between five and 6% foreign people climbing Mount Fuji. I want to say 5 and 6%. It was under 10, like 5 or 6 or 8 or 9. I think 5 or 6. But in 2018, that number had jumped to between 20 and 30% of the people climbing Mount Fuji were actually non-Japanese people. You know, and so that just shows you, the even me walking around the Tokyo area, I'm just like, holy shit, there's a bunch of foreign people. Where did all these people come from? Fuck. Like, you know, it really has become like a big thing like the amount of tourists and things like that really coming into the country it's interesting how like paradigms just kind of shift and you know japan coming here is like the big thing naruto did it i don't know something did it you know (laughs) naruto got that shit popping but (laughs) but um (laughs) but um nah but um so yeah, so that's how you know starting that way, and I was like, oh, but they, but here comes the but, you know, and then it was like, but you know, twenty to thirty percent foreign people, but it's a huge fucking problem. And so basically, um, what this show was basically saying was that because of the amount of foreign people there, you know, and and they're dealing with them, and everything's cool, but there was some, I think, from an earthquake 
I think it was like an earthquake. There was a little bit of damage to like one part of the peak of um, Mount Fuji. And they were showing like, you know, that all these people are coming up to climb Mount Fuji. They've come to Japan for that. But actually the peak has been closed off. And one of the the, um, big things that people uh, want to do around Mount Fuji is uh, climb to the peak and watch sunrise. But they closed off the um, the shit. They closed off the the, the peak. I don't. I, ain't, I ain't, I've never been up there, so I don't know what the fuck is up there. But you know, they closed off the peak. So and, and they had a barricade up there, so no one can go up there. And and you know, they had some reporters up there watching all the disappointed foreign people go up there and be like, "Sorry, it's closed." And people were like, "What the fuck? Are you serious?" And like, "Yep, sorry." I think they showed like the little. It's like a little gate or something up there and some steps, but. Um, I guess some rocks fell on there, so they were clearing them out. And apparently they were supposed to clear out the rocks uh, or clear out the debris, whatever the fuck is up there. They were supposed to clear that shit out um, in the middle of June before uh, the season opens, but but that shit didn't work out. And also, apparently, you know, the sunrise and all that shit is, is real, like, attractive quality, but as I mentioned on the previous podcast, the weather has been shitty here, unusually shitty here during rainy season. So a lot of people, they go up there, they're like, we're going to climb it, we're going to go to the peak, we're going to watch, you know, sunrise, it's going to be beautiful, we're going to get the aura, the Japanese spirit, whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> and it's cloudy, they can't go to the peak, and they're just like, fuck, you know, so, hold on, let me get, let me get a little refreshment. Hmm. So, that's what's been going on, and, like, <laughs> I was watching, I'm not knocking French people, but, like, um, before I turned it off and took a nap, and, you know, again, I recorded it, I probably won't watch the whole thing, though, I'm not even gonna lie to myself, but <laughs> before um, I turned it off, like, it was funny because they were showing, like, towards the peak. And you know, I guess it was, like, this hiking club from France or something like that. It was this French dude going off on the people. The lady's like, I'm sorry, we can't let you go up there. She could speak English. She was like, oh, we can't. No, it's close. It's dangerous. And he's like, I came all the way from France. <laughs> he's like, look. He's trying to, like, reason with her. Like, look, lady, I understand. Like, you know, I know what you're saying. But I'm a fucking expert hiker. I can do this shit. Like, you know, she's like, no, I'm sorry. We can't do it. Like, if you, you're with the group and you might be an expert, but if you go, other people will follow you and they might get hurt and uh, shit. And so, you know, he's like, look, you don't understand. I came all the way here from France. And you can see him. You can, like, they blocked his face out and everything, but you can kind of hear in his voice. He's kind of like, look, lady, I came all the way from France to climb fucking Mount Fuji. Like, let me up this bitch. <laughs> And, like, he's like, no, I'm sorry. And so then, like, he just stormed the barricade. He was like, fuck this shit. So he, like, got his hiking gear and, you know, he's, like, just hopped over the fucking fence. And he's like, I'm going up there. (laughs) And then, like, the, 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 like, panicked, (laughs) you know, uh, traumatic music. Dun, 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 dun. It's like an over-dramatized movie, uh, TV show. So... They're like, you know, Daimondai kind of shit. Like, that's how news does here. And um, Daimondai is like huge problem in Japanese, by the way. And um, 
so uh yeah so like the staff is yelling at the dude like no no stop stop right now no don't do it you know in like katakana it's like no come down like it's really weird like <laughs> but um and the guy he's like you know like i'm going no fuck that like you know he's just freaking out because he's just like dude like i just want to go to the fucking top and like and he's like telling trying to tell the other people come on like like the area 51 naruto shit they can't stop us all <laughs> like literally that's what this guy was doing on a smaller scale um and he was like they can't stop us like he's like waving people on like come on and they're yelling at him and, and finally the guy like was just like all right he gave up and he just like came back down from the barricade and that was that but the new and this is the point of the story it made me and where i realized like it's important that i talk about this because the reporter um actually said something which which is obvious to me but might not be obvious to a lot of other people the way he explained it to Japanese people and which I think is important to explain it to you because you might because you might be like and the guy might be like the same thing like look he's like and he was telling her he's like look I'll take responsibility for myself I'm fine like I can do this just get the fuck out my way and let me do it you know and and in in like the the video compilation they were talking about you know they were showing like other foreign people hiking they have like special lanes you know you can only you only supposed to like hike within the like lanes and they were like but foreign people are not following the rules and they're like going into other areas and they're taking selfies and they're doing all this other shit and like what the fuck you know they're breaking the rules and like the dude he says something really insightful you know, um, which I want to share with you. He was basically saying, like, yeah, that dude was an expert. And he was saying, like, he, um, you know, he, he's an individual. He'll take responsibility for for his actions. Like, if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. Like, he'll, he'll take that responsibility. But, like, the, basically the reporter was trying to say, like, he was saying he doesn't understand that if something happens to him, he'll need to be rescued or helped by other people. And that will, you know, I'm trying best to the most best way to translate this in English. Um, that will be a burden on other people. That's the best way to translate it. That'll be a burden on other people. Meaning he, you know, like let's say the guy, like he is a great hiker, but he go climbs to the top, climbs over the barricade, snaps his fucking leg. He'll need to be rescued by like you know some some somebody from the mountain, and that will be a burden on other people. And for for for, for you all listening, that is Japan in a nutshell. Like that's the whole point of this whole story, and that's why I wanted to lead with this. Like that is Japan in a nutshell. Like Western countries, Western people, we really think of our actions as individuals. Like you know, if I'm going to fucking hike, I'm accepting the risk by walking up this mountain that, you know, if I slip and fall, bust my ass, break a leg, whatever the fuck happens, that's on me. And, you know, hey, like, oops, learned a lesson, you know. Um, But, again, Western culture is like an individual society, so I'm willing to take on those risks as an individual. But Japan's totally different. And that's why they, you know, the dude, the hiking dude, he was like, dude, I've climbed mountains all over the world. I've never seen no shit like this. The Himalayas, I've been to these other fucking places and all this shit. He was really going off for like a few minutes, like, you know. But he was just basically saying he's climbed mountains all over the world. He's never seen no bullshit like this. Like, people close the peak to the mountain. Like, he's like, it's not your fucking mountain. This is Japan's mountain. This is everyone's mountain. Like, let us fucking climb it. But 
the perception in Japan is totally different. As a host, again, there. Remember, Japan or the government or whoever the governing body is, they're responsible for everyone who steps from their perspective. They are responsible for everyone that steps foot on the mountain, and they. If they're not able to guarantee the safety of everyone on that mountain, they're gonna close the shit down, right? If they can't completely guarantee or feel 100% confident that you know we'll be able to assure that people hiking within these parameters are completely safe and can have a safe hiking experience, then we're just not gonna let anybody hike up there. Isn't we're not gonna you know like and. Maybe in the West you might have like a warning sign or something like that, but no, we're not gonna have, have let anyone do that, and that's how Japan really operates. And for a lot of Western people and things like that, it might be a little bit tough to understand and wrap your head around that shit because you know it's like being um, penny wise and dollar stupid in, 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 in a lot of different aspects where you know um, to make sure that everyone's completely safe, you cut off, you know, a lot of people from doing a lot of shit. Instead, just move. I mean, I, I saw the picture. I mean, I, I, I don't know what the conditions are up there. The video they showed me, it was just like some rocks on the steps and like some, a few broken little pieces of thing. Like, you can just move that shit to the side. <laughs> move that shit to the side. And like, all right, y'all, go ahead up there. Like, you know, have a sign or something. Like, watch your step. But in, in America, it might be like that. But in Japan, there's no way they're going to do that they have to make sure all the steps are secure all the footing is perfect because someone might snap an ankle or something like that and then it'll be like all hell breaking loose so you know that's kind of something you need to really understand about japan and i've talked about it before and i don't mean to keep harping on it but it is such an important concept to really get if you step foot in this country like, you know, talking about things where they say no foreign people. The last episode where I talked about, you know, no Japanese people. That's the, um, if you if you haven't listened to episode 80, I think we're on 81. Yeah, we're on 81. Go back and listen to episode 80 where I talked about, you know, the reverse of this situation where there's discrimination against Japanese people, you know, for this exact same reason. The base of it is this exact same reason in my, from the way I read it. Let me put that, you know, condition out there. Um yeah, like, you know, it's got to be all or nothing here. And it really, really, really leaks into a lot of different aspects of of life here. And, you know, it's just something I want you to, to really keep in the forefront of your mind when you go about your daily business. Because things that you might think are complete bullshit, that you might think are, you know, maybe even might come across from your perspective as discrimination... More than likely, somewhere along the lines, that's going to be a piece of the puzzle, right? That's going to be a factor that plays into it. So just just keep that in your head, right? Okay, okay. So that was that. Um, next up, we have this article, which is something on a lighter note. Uh, again, it's it's an article. I think this is from Japan Today, and it's called Japanese Vending Machine Capsule Toys. A must-have for recreating Japan in miniature. Again, Japanese vending machine capsule toys. A must-have for recreating Japan in miniature. And I just threw this in here because um, it caught my attention. It was something pretty cool. It's like these little miniature-sized vending machine mini, mini kind of things. I don't really know if they really... 
they spit out something. I don't know what the fuck they spit out, but um, I think it's like a little soda can replica or something, some shit like that. But it looks cool. Um, I saw online you can get them on Amazon. Um, you know, they, they look quite authentic as well. Um, they're, yeah, just a little, like they have sodas and, and stuff like that. And, um, you know, it's just something you might want to pick up if if you're into those type of things. Like, there's nothing really to talk about. Just just dropping some, some shit that looks kind of cool that you might be interested in. Um, I'm trying to think that, like, I had another topic, but that's just, shit's just way too fucking heavy. Um, oh, I can just give you a quick update on what's going on. So, with one topic previously, again, I, I didn't stick around the new news broadcast to see um, the full story on this event. I just saw, like, the the beginning, like, headline kind of story. Um, there was some other bullshit on there, so I wasn't, not bullshit. It was like, uh, okay. I think should I even talk about this? Like you know, I try and keep the podcast light and positive, but fuck. All right, I get. I, 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 I'll, I'll talk about it. Like I, um, before I get out of here, hold, let me take a sip of water before I do, do go down this road. Hmm. Okay. 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 Um, this is kind of a heavy topic, which is I was trying to skate around it but it's kind of come up and and, and and it's kind of piqued my attention as well i'm i'm still going back and forth about how i feel about the story to be but to be honest with you um it's a tragedy that happened here in japan um actually it's been several a series of random attacks has been going on in Japan. And, I, and, and, and again, 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 before I get into this shit, like, I don't really want you to start freaking out about this to either because more than more than likely, Japan is so much safer than whatever country you're coming from. Like, seriously, it's not even funny. But there has been, like, a bit of a spike in random acts of violence here um it's been i believe like three incidents in the past like month month and a half if, if i could just count off the top of my head um three maybe four incidents off the top of my head you know just disturbed individuals just doing some shit like you know stabbing people or well, i don't think police officer got stabbed dude went after some kids like you know it's been kind of fucked up shit like I, again i don't really report on this type of shit because just because one, it's not something that I think about on a regular daily basis. I don't want to be thinking about this shit on a daily basis. And two, like genu- generally speaking, like it's not something I think you have to worry about on a regular basis living in Japan, right? Um, but the, those kind of things have been popping up a bit more than in the past. And I don't even know how much they are due to the copycat effect, if you will. You know, but one thing that happened earlier this week was i'm not gonna pull the article i'll just what you know i I read about it a few days ago and i'll just talk about my impression and what's kind of conflicting to me about this strategy uh tragedy uh what's been kind of going through my mind quite a bit as i you know 
see what I can learn from this situation is is is, is how I'll frame this, and because that's what's why it's kind of I've been not interested, but you know, normally I, if I hear those type of stories, I'll see what happens and then I'll just shut it out of my mind completely, just because like I. I'm not trying to dwell on those type of things. Um, not like I'm being in like a little dream world, but it's just like I'm a positive person. So dwelling on all the negative, there's way enough negative in the world. You know, you you dig for gold, you don't dig for dirt. You know, and so so anyway, anyway. Um, um, but this story though, it was was something that it kind of one of those things that made me go, huh. And I don't know if it's me. I haven't talked to this about Japanese people at all because they might think I'm like cold hearted or whatever. But basically, what happened was again, deranged individual. So I'll just tell you what happened. Basic story is dude went into an anime studio um, somewhere. I forgot exactly where, but he went into an anime studio in like kind of a suburb, bourbon, residential area. And they had this big studio, three-story building, um, three-story building. Keep that in mind, right? And so only he was on the first floor, and he had two big jugs. Now it came out recently. He had two big jugs of gasoline. I think total forty liters of gasoline. So he like it was like you die, motherfuckers, basically, and you know doused gas everywhere through gasoline everywhere and lit the shit on fire and the building of course went up like i saw some pictures from um from the place today like that i think when i was watching the news for like a little bit before i took a nap and they showed pictures of the, of the interior of the place and this is like a perfect storm of events for a tragedy because Outside of the building, I was like, why did that shit burn so much? Like, what the fuck? But the inside of the place actually had a lot of wood. The interior was, like, all wood. And it had, like, one big spiral staircase going up the middle of the building. So, um, like, I, I'm guessing. I, I don't really know. And I'm I'm probably done researching the story. Um, just my own private time. Just because, again, I've kind of seen enough of it, you know. And it's been on the news all week. But the big spiral staircase looks like in the middle of the building. So I guess with the guy, like, when the shit went on fire, like, all the smoke just went rose straight to the top, all the way up to the third floor of the building very quickly. Lots of wood interior, like, in there. So, you know, um, gasoline plus wood, you got a lot of fire going off. Now, um, I think, like, 23 or 30, 33 or something like that people died in this fire, which is a tragedy. It's a fucking tragedy, okay? It's a fucking tragedy. And and rest in peace to all the people who died in this situation. It's quite fucked up. The dude who did it, he's they still have him in induced coma. He has burns and he's in the hospital and shit like that. He's like a forty something year old dude and but but watching this in, in these type of situations, watching this and I'm sure if you live in Japan, you come here and you follow these type of stories. And if you get into detail about it, certain things about the stories, like, you're kind of like, I wasn't there, but some things don't really make sense to me. Mm. In my, like, American Western, you know, always on defense, always on guard. Like, I hear a loud noise. I'm like, okay, where's the nearest exit type person, you know. Like, a bunch of people start running. I'm running. I'm not saying shit. You know, type person. I'm that type of person. So, my first 
reaction watching this was there's this building and it's a three-story building and apparently how a lot of the people died was there was a fire and on the third floor I'm guessing or second or third floor people were basically running trying to get to the roof and for some reason they couldn't open the door to the I don't know why they couldn't do open the door to the roof so they all like I think about like 15 or over 15 people got stuck in some hallway leading to the roof of the building and they were overcome with smoke and, and passed away there. Um, same thing happened, I think the, the what's it call it? The second floor of the building as well, 10, 11 people passed away. I think 11 people passed away in the second floor. Now, here's, again, I'm not there. I was not there. I can't say shit about it, but I just can't help my first reaction was and and me watching like a third floor the building was pretty big but there were a lot of windows in that place like there was like a pretty even like let me see if i had let me stop this and actually see if i i'd say i was gonna do i'm gonna actually pull up a picture of this place for myself just so that i can say what i want to say kind of clear conscious give me one second okay so i'm back and yeah, I pulled up a picture of this place. There's a bunch of windows in here, right? And uh, again, again, like like there's a bunch of windows in this place. Now, I know people panic and things like that, but my first reaction watching this, it's a third three-story building. My first reaction watching this shit, hearing this shit, if in that situation, fuck running to the roof. If I'm on the second floor, I'm jumping out the window. Like, maybe it's just me. I, I'm sorry. Like, it, you know what I'm saying? If this, if I see smoke, I mean, I'm not heading to the roof. I'm not. We on the second floor. Like, I'm jumping. I might, even if I'm on the third floor, it might suck. I might be fucking freaking out, you know, but I'm hanging out the window might if i have to say fuck it and just break a leg i might have to break a leg you know um but i from the third floor i'd probably say fuck it and just jump out the and you know say fuck my knees and you know just <laughs> just and just land on you know land out the window definitely from the second floor like i'm jumping i'm taking the window i'm not just going up i'm not going upstairs you know um, so that's my first reaction watching this and tragedy after tragedy here. Like, um, I always tend to have those types of questions. Like that. I remember the first time like this happened was the Akihabara tragedy. I think we're like coming up on like the 10th or year of, of the anniversary of that just passed or something like that too, where it was again, person, um, if you're not familiar with it, but what happened was a person crashed his car into a group of people, hopped out with knives, knives, hopped out with knives in the middle of Akihabara and stabbed a bunch of people to death, including, including a police officer, maybe one or two police officers or something like that. You know, paramedics, I think, who were trying to help people were stabbing them and things like that. And again, it, it, situations like this is kind of show for me, like Japan is a very safe 
society. And and I'm sorry if my words are, I got to be kind of careful because my voice is on tape and this will be out there. But, you know, I'm sorry if this affects people and, you know, you might make you upset. You might completely disagree with me. I'm not, I'm really not sure if this is just my you know, opinion. My wife tells me I'm kind of cold-hearted sometimes. Like I'm, I don't know, or if it's a cultural difference. I'm again, I'm on an island. I'm in a bubble here, so I don't really have a chance to talk about it with people. And I'm, this is a story I don't don't really dwell. These stories I don't dwell on that much. But I always get the sense like, yo, why couldn't you just grab the like the Akihabara thing? What? How can you stab stab like over like fifteen people, including police officers? You better shoot that motherfucker. Like you, you know, like or like there was a train stabbing, like, yo, jump on somebody, like, you know, hit him with something, beat his ass. Um, but or in this situation, jump out the fucking window or something, like, but the again, I've talked about it with like re- emergency situations. I thank goodness, knock on wood, I've never seen it in this type of tragedy. And I hope you know my life remains as peaceful as it has been here. But me, that's the only thing me living here is like my concern is like you know, if that type of situation happens, and I'm like get him, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I yell out, get him, and I'm the only one who jumps in there, and everyone else is just looking at me getting stabbed up, like, <laughs> like, you know, the fuck, like, you know, that's not cool at all, or if I have a heart attack, and people are just looking at me, like, I'm dying, you know, like, that. that's literally my one legitimate concern living here, is like, if in an emergency situation, like, I, I tell my students, this is what I actually tell my students. The difference between um, Japan and, and, for example, America, let's say an attack or something like that. In America, we, in general, feel like it's safer to run towards the danger. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say that someone has a knife or something like that. Someone's going to tackle him because he can't get us all. And so it's safer to run towards him. And as soon as his back is turned, tackle him, beat him down, you know, whatever you got to do. In Japan, generally, it's more run away from the danger, you know, is, is what what is kind of, you know, either freeze or run away is kind of what, the for me, the consensus, I feel how people react to things. And it's kind of important, especially to just be aware of of that, how you deal with things. And that's why I'm, I train myself. And I've talked about it before. I think when I was talking about like driving and parking things, you know, going away from the crowd, going a different direction from the crowd and things like that, it, it, on a lot of different levels, it is kind of an important skill. And, and a skill like I'm going to have to, I try to instill on in my wife. And I want, and as my son gets older and, you know, not going to wait, future kid children gets older, I want to instill that on them. Like, don't just follow what everyone's doing. You got to stop, assess the situation, and go your own way a lot of times, especially when something out of the ordinary happens. You got to be on swivel. You hear some shit funny. You, you know, you see something strange. You, like, yo, let's go. Bounce. You know, like, don't just wait. What, what, what? Nani, nani, nani. No, 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 no. You get the fuck out of there with the quickness. You know, um, and, and 
yeah, you know, like that's for me. For me, like just is that's kind of one thing that that always stands out for me, and I I feel bad that I think that way. You know, I, I this is honestly my honestly feel. I feel bad that I think that way sometimes. I feel bad that these things happen. It it, it makes me wonder like. Do the did that amount of people actually need to die? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what could that been avoided if there were a different set of of survival skills in play? You know, or or was was you know I don't know. Like, it, it's just a lot, I always have a lot of questions in my head that float around, and especially it, especially this one in particular. Um, the one on the train that happened where I think several months back or maybe even last year and, but this one in particular, just, just the amount of people and, and the way the situation went down, you know, it, it really made me kind of one, feel bad and two, just wonder like, what's this? three-story building like you know I, I i'm looking at every like walking home i'm looking at three-story buildings like yeah i jump out of that like you, you know like <laughs> i'm sorry like mm, i don't know it, it's just some shit that's made me think this week um sorry to really end the podcast on a on a heavy note um again if you agree with me or disagree with me i'd love to hear your opinions uh, questions for Akil at gmail.com uh, Japan according to Akil on Instagram which has been I've been doing nothing with again I'm really knee deep in video editing which I'm about to do uh, right now it's what what time what time is it yeah, it's 12.30 you're trying to get like a good half an hour if I'm lucky 45 minutes of, of video editing in before I go to sleep but Excuse me, sorry about that. Um, but yeah, like again, let let me know what you think. Uh, I I'd really appreciate an outsider's perspective on it, if, if at all possible. But um, these type of situ, you know, again, I don't mean to make light of the situation, and also I don't mean to highlight the situation because, especially coming from a lot of Western countries, you hear like you know, burning building or knife attacks. Like you've never really heard heard me talk about this type of stuff. But if you listen to it, you know, okay, here, here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. Because some people might want to know, right? Um, there is a website. Let me see if I can find it very quickly. Mm, I, I think this is the one. Yeah, this is the one. Okay, so... Um, I'll give you a website if you want to know about all the bad negative shit that goes on in Japan. I don't check this website again just because I did, I tried to dig for the dirt, not the gold. I try and dig for the gold, not the dirt. Um, but that website is uh, Tokyo Reporter. It's a website called Tokyo Reporter and dot com. So if you want, literally, like, they just, all of the arrests and, and sexual assaults and, and, you know, mafia-related stuff and, and stabbings and all, and all that stuff, that's what they report on. So, again, it's not my type of thing, not the type of shit that I feed into, but 
I, I have to kind of, you know, I'm dedicated to let you know what's going on in and around Tokyo and, you know, in Japan in general. That is one of the things that's going on in and around Japan. And if you want to know that other side of Japan, that's what it is. Again, don't, if you do check that website, don't get a slanted view of Japan because of that. Again, this is, I, you know, bad shit happens everywhere, but Japan for me is an extremely safe country. Um, and only highlighting those things for me gives, puts a bad taste in my mouth about the country. But some people like to know that type of shit. So again, I, I'm leaving it in, it's, it's in your hands now. Okay. We're all, we all grown. If you're a little kid listening to this, stop fucking listening to this podcast. I'm assuming everyone is grown. I'm assuming everyone's an adult, so I can just give you the information. You do what you want with it, all right? So my hands are done. That's it. My hands are clean, okay? All right. Well, let me, let me get up out of here. Um, sorry to end on a heavy note. That's something I don't tend not to do. Um, I try to purposely avoid doing, but in this case, I think it was kind of appropriate because I personally have a lot of questions about that topic that I'm still sorting through on my own. But all right. That's it, y'all. That's it. All right. So next podcast, I'll let you know probably a little bit more about my schedule. Have a great week. Stay cool in the middle of summer. Please pray for the weather here. And if you're coming, trying to come to climb Mount Fuji, check the fucking website before you hop on a plane. (laughs) All right, y'all. Talk to you later. Peace.